What's good, patrons? We are here for another Patreon segment. I got my guys here with me. Wongo Okan from Up Rocks. How you feeling, my brother? You chilling, man. We good. It's good vibes in the city. I love that. I'm BK. Jordan Rose from Complex, the face of Complex Music, IG Reels. How you feeling? I'm still representing for the eaters and the smoochies and the munchies. That's ridiculous. I Spice, if you're watching this, uh-uh. I'm not from the Bronx. However, you want to get dirty? I do have Nike tags. Okay. Mm. Right. You should have wore it. I know, right? This is a really wild start. I love when they get Nike tags. Well, I mean, you got you got the you got the Travis. So like, if you got if you got that, you have to have the you gotta have a Nike tag. I got him something. Yeah, Ice Spice. I like my man's. To transition, uh, we're going to have a fundamental health discussion, and we're going to play a clip first uh, from 50 Cent. He had a quote uh, recently where he said, depression is a luxury. I'm going to play the full thing for you, and then we're going to have a discussion about how we feel about that. So let's hear what 50 had to say. I think that they they create their own path. and You know, everybody does in life. Like They just, it's, it's different things. I, like Certain things I don't believe in big based on, I, I think the things you go through make you who you are. Mm-hmm. And in my journey, like, there's certain things that I, I'm not really, I don't even let it into my system like that. Like, if, like, I think depression is a luxury. Wow. Because where I'm from, you can't afford to be depressed. You got to pay the bill, right? Right. So you got to go to work. You got to get up. You got to go do what you got to do. You might, don't, you got people right now that's at work don't feel like being there. Mm-hmm. But they got responsibilities. So they yes, go, sir. they feel uncomfortable while they're working, while they're doing what they got to do. Like, and, at, when these guys get in a slump and they just decide that they're not going to do anything, I'm like, where they do that at? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Even when you're on the street, you got a pack. You just decide not to come outside? <laughs> yeah. They're going to beat you. You're going to beat to death? Wait till you come out. Um, on the surface, I disagree. Uh, I think that's a very easy thing to disagree with. Depression mm-hmm. is a luxury. Um, I think when you think about what he had to say more and you also recognize the generation that he grew up in and how mental health wasn't prioritized. Mm -hmm. They weren't as sensitive to things. Mm -hmm. I understand where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. There's certain aspects of what he said that I might align with. I don't, I can't say I agree, Mm -hmm. but there's certain things that I align with, like kind of navigating difficult times and still putting in the work. Like that's something that I agree with. Like you, Mm -hmm. I don't have the luxury of being able to shut down and just do nothing. Right. So that I, I get that. But on the flip side, being a mental health advocate, which I know we all are, like mm-hmm. I recognize sometimes you you do just gotta give yourself that time to just do nothing and chill and feel how you feel. Some sometimes you don't even recognize when you're depressed. Like I really didn't get in touch with mm-hmm. my my states of being until I got older. Like I took this class, uh, it was like a winter course, which was the psychology of like, or I think it was like abnormal psychology. So I learned what OCD actually is. And when you learn these terms and what they mean, you kind of become more aware of them. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, I've become a lot more aware now of when I'm slipping into depression or feel depression and kind of how I need to handle myself. And I think we all handle ourselves differently. Some people, you know, their battery is always going, they keep going regardless of how they feel, I respect that. But I think making that blanket statement mm-hmm. was wrong. It, it, it's definitely something that I, I don't agree with. I would love your perspective, though. Um, yeah, no, I, I kind of, I think I like quoted it. Um, and like had some conversations with people about it. And I think one thing that, that 50 ignores is the idea that somebody can be like a functional depressive, whereas like you can be depressed, right? Um, and still 
go through the the motions of the day and I think it, it gets reduced to that like instead of you know looking forward to work or like being like an active participant in your day um you're just kind of just going through the motions and just kind of floating through and just you know you know um type thing I'm just I, I guess like doing the bare minimum um but um it, it also kind of, and I had a conversation with one of my friends from high school, I don't know well, um, and we always have these like weird, like, not weird, but um, informative, like political, social, mental health kind of things. And, and he brought up the point where like the idea of like a functional depressive shouldn't really be a thing hmm. um, in the sense of like, it's very tied to like capitalism where it's yeah. like, you are, you are, you have this condition, right, where in a ideal world, you're supposed to take time and talk to a professional or, like, you know, do whatever to get out of that and, and return to some state of normalcy. But you are now working through that and not giving yourself the time and also risking it getting worse because the way capitalism works, because you have to work have to, everything revolves around money. If you're not doing this, you're not you're gonna lose a job. You're gonna lose your house, lose a car, like all these little things, right? Um, because capitalism just takes such an overbearing presence over mental health and just self care and things like that. So, uh, yeah, he kind of pointed out that that the idea of functional depressive shouldn't be a thing. Like you shouldn't have to figure out how to function through it, um, but I think I wish we had more of a conversation. I was moving around too much and I didn't get to dive into this as much. I do think that especially as um people of color and um with the kind of stigma that is against um depression because I know I know with like my parents I, this conversation will never like not even it wasn't really a conversation cuz I didn't I didn't want to talk to them about it but um when Anthony Bourdain passed away, like, my parents were like, you know, you have all this money, you're able to travel, you ever do all this thing, like, what are you depressed about, kind of yeah. thing, and and it's like, it's not so much being depressed about something, it's it's just being depressed, like, you have depression, like, you have yeah. this condition, um, and no amount of money, no amount of success, no amount of fame, no amount of ability to do things that, the I guess, the middle class people wish they could do like no amount of that will make that go away um uh so it, it, it may make it easier to access brief moments of happiness um but it's not long lasting to the effect that it will you know remove that depression um so as 50 is talking i can hear his comments coming from that state of like just that way of thinking that my parents also had because 50 for sure will say some wacky ass shit and mm -hmm. just point blank incorrect shit where you hear it and it's like nah nigga you're bugging but this one when I heard it I was like this is just this is just like the thought process that like at least in like our generation of like the Gen Z people or like late really 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 late millennials um, they're trying to erase and like you know, put out a better understanding of these things to people so that we can understand it better and for the people who are, you know, suffering with these kind of conditions, they can be treated better. So, um, yeah, 
I think it, uh, from for me, it wasn't so much that Fifty was trying to flex. I think he just just doesn't understand it the way that it needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like exactly what you said. I feel like uh, in this society, it's in a capitalistic society, work is prioritized over well-being. Absolutely. So it's like that's the first layer, and then the second layer is like uh, because of that, the socioeconomic barriers between poverty and good health care that would allow you access to therapy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is lacking. So it's like coming from somewhere 50 came from growing up and healthcare in general was already a difficult thing to acquire. Mm-hmm. Therapy or, you know, the concept of mental health treatment was super foreign. And that's the same way why people who have a lot of mental like people with mental health issues that are in the hood are just looked at as your crackhead on the corner yeah. or mm-hmm. the crazy person on the block. When most cases they might be schizophrenic, they might have a, a mental health issue that was just never treated um, because of a lack of access. Yeah, right. Uh, so I feel like that's also something that informs his opinion. I think I think it's really those two things of like mm-hmm. when you're in those situations, you have to then work out of them. It's that hustle mm-hmm. mentality of to get out the hood, you have to work really hard, mm-hmm. and then work becomes the most valued thing. It's mm-hmm. like that's the same reason why people say like you know your it's I feel like it's the same school of thought of when people say like you're in this situation because you're lazy you know without oh yeah like yeah, discounting yeah, yeah. any of these other variables that could be that aren't in your control mm-hmm. um that yeah, just make your situation harder than it needs yeah it's like I, I was yeah. thinking about this actually recently uh, I I uh, learned this in school of this concept of the deserving versus the undeserving poor. Mm. And it's this concept of like, and it's often always predicated on race. It's like when you're walking down the street, you see a white guy, you think, oh, he might be a veteran who's homeless or, oh, he might be just someone who's down on his luck. But if you see a black guy who's homeless, you think he's a crackhead or you think he's on drugs or he's strung out. And so it's like people are less likely to help someone who, who they don't think are is deserving of help. Right. Um, and when in reality... It's those these things that we're talking about, the capitalistic mm-hmm. state and the lack of access to help um, that all play a part into this mentality that you sometimes unconsciously have. Like, I think 50 just unconsciously has this opinion because of the environment he grew up in yeah. and, mm-hmm. and understanding that the only way to get out of that environment was to work through it. So, like, he couldn't be depressed in his environment because then he would have just stayed there when... That's not really the case. It's just like Wango, you said, mm-hmm. the capitalistic state making work being, making work the golden ticket to happiness. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Look at like therapy and like just the idea of like seeking it out and all that. Like, that's something that in in our community, like that is something that's being more mm-hmm. um, appreciated and and pushed. You know, um, and one. It's not like this cheap thing. Mm-hmm. So to your point of like not having access to it, even if it was something that was pushed as during fifties like time growing up, how would you gonna get it? Like yeah, like there wasn't healthcare isn't free in this country. So yeah. it's like, and even if it is like, I feel like a lot of healthcare packages do not include therapy. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it just like the concept, the lack of free healthcare is ridiculous in and of itself. But then it's yeah. like. 
So it then it's compounded with mental health issues. Mm. And then on top of that, like I was I wrote about this when I was writing about Kendrick's album and him talking about therapy and kind of just how mm. like more big, large artists have been talking about therapy lately. Obviously, like rappers like Joe Budden and others have talked about it a lot in the past, like mm. Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like like at that time recently, Kendrick and Drake have been talking about going to therapy. Mm-hmm. And it brings up just like how those conversations are never had in our communities because mm-hmm. of really just like, you know, number one, you may not have healthcare. Number two, if you have healthcare, it's hard to find a therapist, like a black therapist, if you want to like, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I think the percentage of black therapists mm-hmm. is ridiculously low. And then you look at the numbers of people who go to therapy and then stop because mm-hmm. they weren't able to find someone who looks like them or right. they weren't be able to find someone who could relate to them. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think people of color have the highest drop off in starting therapy and then stopping it just because of a various amount of reasons. And then even yeah. if you do find someone, you have to hope that these like socioeconomic like um that the environment that is that you, that you live in remains that way so you can sustain whatever living you have to keep going to that therapy. Precisely. When shit changes, you can't afford therapy and anymore. And then you can't you 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 only maybe did 50% of the progress which mm-hmm. is like okay cool it's better than nothing but like you need to get to 100%, you know? Right. That's that was the whole reason of you doing this yeah. of getting into therapy. Yeah, it's like it's like therapy is treated as a luxury when it's as fundamental as going to get a physical. It's yeah. like your mental health is as fundamental if not more than your physical health. Therapy is a physical fundamental, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's yeah, it's just really it's really sad like when I hear things like this cuz I don't like, I disagree with 50 for, like, a lot of fundamental reasons about a lot of other things he says, but this, I don't think, was rooted in, like, uh, him Hater. trying to be funny or, or like him. Like a troll. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. I think he, like, he has this thought process because of mm-hmm. these external factors that he isn't in control of mm-hmm. that makes him think like this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, he, he definitely didn't articulate himself best. Like, saying luxury, that's really... If he said anything else, I think people would maybe be, like... Because it's not a luxury to be depressed. Like depression, yeah, like, <laughs> like with the with the physical yeah. stuff, like the weight gain and like being tired all the time and the mental stuff, like all that. Like that's not a luxury. There's nothing luxurious about feeling that. But way. I think he also ignores that that for people of color that the pipeline of depression is like shorter. Mm-hmm. I guess um, in terms of like people who may have access to therapy who aren't getting into it it may be or people who he thinks have the luxury to be depressed it is that okay depression it builds up then you're not going to work then you're not you know not getting out of bed right and then if things get worse then we start talking about things like suicide and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing for in his i think that middle part of like not being able to go to work that gets taken out and then it's just a depression gets worse and worse and worse and worse and as you're trying to juggle everything it just gets so bad that you get to these very bad possible outcomes and it's like you have to recognize that that is the result of people being depressed and thinking that they can't afford or knowing that they can't afford to not go to work because it will affect their family this this, and that and then that pressure certainly doesn't make anything better so then you almost double the the pipeline and like how fast everything goes and then mm-hmm. you just get to these very dangerous ends where it's like this person should have been had help they should have been able to access it we shouldn't have to live in like this capitalistic society where they think they can't afford it don't have the time 
it's not going to be beneficial, you know, mm-hmm. in a greater good type thing. Um, so, yeah, I think there's just a lot of, like, little holes in it that um, he's kind of missing. In and, no, and none of this shit is normal. I just saw, like, a video of, of like, uh, this guy criticizing this woman who was, like, you know, 40-hour work weeks are crazy. And then the guy was like, I work, like, 100 hours a you week. You shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> that shouldn't thing. be something that you're, yeah, like, 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 that's yeah. not, like, that too is crazy. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, that's the thing. Like, we normalize these things that aren't normal, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? It does not make sense where if you feel in such a way that you still have to fucking go to work and you have no excuse for it because that's just something we all do. Like, these things that we just do don't make sense. But it's so challenging to alter something that has been so preordained, uh-huh. you know? Like, they say, like, a five-day work week. Like, people are, like, stories, posts come out all the time of, like, a four-day work week. A shorter work week would make more sense. Like, it would mm-hmm. make people happier. The same amount of work would still get done. But at least in this country, it probably will not change because this, is just been, this has just been what it is for so long that that status quo is so... And, like, and the same thing you're talking about, like, past generations, it's so challenging... Mm-hmm for that generational gap of like something has been done the same way for so long or something has been thought about the same way in terms of depression of like and they've seen success through mm-hmm. it that they think that's the only way yeah, yeah so it's like think. why change it yeah. when it's like no that shit was just nuts when you were doing it mm-hmm. too you just got through it mm-hmm. yeah. but it's like that shouldn't be the norm yeah, it like doesn't mean it's okay just yeah figure it out yeah yeah no 100 hours that's like 13 dog <laughs> ridiculous you should not be doing that but our, our our society, especially I think as black people, we've really and our I like my parents, I know especially, it's always been like work hard, figure it out. Like that that's one of one thing I've always mm-hmm. like a conversation I've had with them is like they really pride themselves on providing a roof over my head, food, clothes, mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. But I'm 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 like, you could have done none of that. You like you could have sent sent me to community college, but as long as I had like that emotional kind of understanding and mm-hmm. connection mm-hmm. that's really what i wanted like mm-hmm. i i want yeah i just wanted y'all to like understand me in that way mm-hmm. but they came up in the era where it's like feelings meant nothing like you just got to figure it out get it done get it done get it done and yeah. so our culture has really glorified this no sleep work hard type culture like figure it out get hustle it done culture, get it done hustle culture hustle yeah and it's culture. like it. that shit will kill you like mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you need rest you need time off you need leisure like you know, they say, oh, you know, work hard in your 20s and 30s, enjoy your 40s. Like, no, you kind of need to enjoy life now. Like, you you need some leisure time now. Like, that yeah. balance. Find that balance because... I have a plan to get where you're going, but, yeah. like, also plan to, like, relax and rest. Yeah. And like, yeah, you could be ambitious. You could have drive while also not, like, working yourself into a hole. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like there's such, like, this this interesting dynamic of people feeling like you... You, like to be driven, you have to have like, uh, like the marathon mentality is like you don't stop at all. Yeah. When it's like mm-hmm. even in marathons, you know people like stop for a minute, Grab like water. you know what I mean. Grab it's like cruise, you know, yeah, it's like you yeah. don't have to go like to to go the same pace in a marathon. You mm-hmm. won't finish the marathon. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. So I feel like that is something that also like people have to remember. It's like also the time and era of work that we're in is so much different. Like. 50, 60 years ago, people were staying at the same job for their entire life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like upward mobility was like a real thing and almost and also the 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 ways like the the jobs themselves were different. So it's like you can't convert that to today because the 
work landscape is so different. The economy is so different. People aren't staying at their jobs for 50, 60 years. You know, yeah. that's not a thing anymore. Mm. Um, and so you have to put, you have to like take that into account when thinking about the just get up and work mentality, you know? I think you also have to remember that this world and this government is not going to take care of you for doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, facts. You can, we see it all the time with veterans, we see it with teachers. Like, you can commit your life to this profession that absolutely affects people's day to day lives. Mm-hmm. And when it's all said and done, they're just like, okay. Duh. Here's this little plaque that says how long you worked. Appreciate you. Good like, looks. That's... Have fun out there in that world and, you know, figure it out. Don't come to us if you need anything because we can't do shit for you, but, you know, you got it. That's like a, I feel like that could be a whole pot in of itself. Like, I have this such a strong opinion about how much we value entertainment over, mm-hmm. like, the fundamental things that keep society running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, teachers, <laughs> like, nurses, like, these fundamental, like, the things that are in our infrastructure that keep, like, if a meteor was coming to the earth right now, they're not saving the NBA. They're not saving me. They're not saving a journalist, Mm -hmm. okay? They're saving teachers, nurses, doctors. Yet so often, Mm -hmm. people like teachers are the ones that are the least paid. Mm -hmm. Yet we value, like, like we value entertainment. Like, at the end of the day, I'm not shitting on athletes at all. Mm -hmm. But, like, Pop, uh, Coach Popovich said something um, in the interview years ago that I always remember. He's like, Talking about basketball, he was like, listen, this is a kid's game. Like, people, we're getting paid millions of dollars to put a ball in a hoop. Meanwhile, sure. your teacher in Wyoming is getting, is barely, like, has to have a second job for teaching the next generation. Mm-hmm. Like, things like that is just so, it's just the lucrativeness of entertainment. Like, the mm-hmm. billion dollar in- industry of it mm-hmm. for just entertainment. It's crazy to me. It, mm-hmm. It's yeah. mind boggling, man. It's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah. I, and I think the other thing is, like, coming from 50 Cent, who we know has been a millionaire for, what, almost two decades now. Pretty like, much. you speaking on – and granted, rich people get depressed, as you just said, Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Having money, having all that shit, it don't mean nothing. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it – like I, I'm experiencing now, having more more money, more problems. Like for real. Like you really do have more problems figuring shit out. Uh, you know, having a higher appetite for different things. Like it really does come with more problems. Wait till so, taxes start to shake shit up. Um, exactly. <laughs> Can't wait for this tax return to hit though. We lit. Tight. Um, but, but yeah, I think coming from his perspective as mm-hmm. well, it's like you speaking on depression being a luxury. I mean, of course you see it that way. Like you, mm-hmm. you could not, you could not work uh, the rest of your life. Get Richard I trying, the royalties still hitting, power, mm-hmm. BMF. Mm-hmm. Like you you have you've done so much to amass a certain level of, of wealth mm-hmm. and uh you know fame where like money is m- m- money comes to him. Mm-hmm. So yes, mm-hmm. you, like him saying that is gonna come off a certain way. Especially speaking on people who are literally working to survive and maintain. Like and get ten percent of what you yeah, if that. Like you having that perspective on those type of people. It's always gonna come off a, a, a little odd because, mm-hmm. like you, you know, I'm sure you were there at one point, but right now, like, you, there, there's, there's nothing similar between you and, and those people. Like, right. yes, you still have that work ethic. You're still doing stuff. You're still creating stuff. But like, mm-hmm. you telling people depression is a luxury. It's like, nigga, fuck out of here. Also, nigga. we, you know, not for nothing, we, and I'm not so much criticizing this, but we glorify 50 for getting sprayed 12 times. Like, <laughs> I'm sure if if. Talking to someone who got through depression is someone who got through a gunshot wound, he would respect the person who got through the gunshot wound more. 
Um, and that's not to say getting sprayed 12 times and living is not crazy. Mm-hmm. But these are also like mutually exclusive things. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like that might be also where some of his perspective is coming from of like he gone through real challenges, which would be getting sprayed up. And then so he looks at anything that's not that extreme, like that type of extreme as lesser when like those two things really shouldn't be compared, you know? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, great talk, gentlemen. Very, very insightful young gentleman we have here, Black Kings, as they say. So, uh, patrons, we want to hear your thoughts uh, in the comments. Sure. Do you think depression is a luxury? Do you agree with 50 Cent? Is that nigga crazy? Um, <laughs> there was a lot of people who agreed, actually. Oh, I, I saw it. I saw it. I like, like, oh. Especially when he's like... Uh, when these guys get in the slump and they just decide they're not going to do anything, I'm like, well, where they do that at? Like a lot of people, a lot of people really did agree. So okay. it, was, it was a very polarizing uh, discussion. But um, I like what we came up with, especially the focus on like capitalism and yeah. access and uh, all that, because uh, that's real. That's mm-hmm. really real. For um, sure. There's a lot of people who have to fight depression in un- unconventional ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, especially being on the other side of therapy now. For I've been doing it for like seven years now. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's it, it's just really opened my mind up to like. One, we shouldn't, it, like, it's so stigmatized. Like, oh, if you go to therapy, you're crazy. Like, I, I am probably a little crazy. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's it's really those sessions you have with your therapist where you're not going through, like, something in particular. Mm-hmm. And they, like, ask you questions and open your mind up. And, like, like those are the sessions I really value more than when I have one mm-hmm. thing in particular to talk about. And so that's why I encourage everyone um, to at least try it. Um, you know, if you if you can afford it, if if your insurance covers it, like, talk to someone and, like, you should, really shouldn't decide based on one session because mm-hmm. usually that's the introductory session. Like, right. like try it for a month, try it for two months, um, and don't just go when like something is wrong. But like go just in general, like just having that that outlet, that ob- objective third party who's not involved in the situation to hear you out and give you another perspective because um, it's really uh, it's really changed a lot for me. Um, so yeah, we want to hear your thoughts in the comments. Let us know how y'all feel. If, if y'all go to therapy as well, salute to you. Um, for those who have not decided yet and may be thinking about it, mm. I encourage it. Please do. Um, and yeah, for Armand, for Wango, for Young Jordan, um, we'll see y'all soon. I Spice, if you're watching this, I want to be Jesus your prince. Christ. <laughs> I want to be your prince, no, co- a, no colonialism. The mental health episode. <laughs> baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world, staying busy Taking time, getting right